You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, baby, here we go. Three, two, and one. It's time now for the BetQL Boston Podcast. Let's run the slate. Woo! BetQL Boston is officially back. We went on a bit of a holiday hiatus, uh, but we are officially returned to the program here. Uh, I am, of course, Chris Scheim. This is this is the pod. Um, for those of you who don't know or haven't haven't paid attention at all, Mutt has actually uh, left Weei. Uh, they did not renew his contract, so he is uh, no longer with the company. Unfortunately. Um, I will miss him dearly. I still text him all the time. Me and Mutt are friends. We have, we are friends. We will continue to be friends. We will hang out. We will grab drinks. We will watch sporting events because Mutt is my friend. I will text him about stupid gambling uh, all the time, and uh, that will never change, uh, and I will miss Mutt dearly because this is one of the things I looked forward to every single day uh, after I was done with the Greg Hill Show. I loved coming in here and doing this podcast with Mutt every single day. So I will absolutely miss that without a question. But alas, I will also continue doing the podcast because there's one thing I love to do. Uh, it is, in fact, gamble a lot. I love to gamble. It's fun. I enjoy it. I'm decent at it. I'm not terrible. So you know what? I like to do it. And we are going to continue doing the BetQL Boston podcast. And hopefully, you know, we'll get a couple guests on going forward. This is still going to be five to six days a week, maybe not the full seven, but definitely five to six. Um, and uh, I am right in the midst of my f- one of my favorite betting seasons of the year. We're just about to get into NFL playoffs. The NHL is very much in swing, and there's really cool trends and easy things to follow right now that I think a lot of people can capitalize on in the NHL. And so with all that, and then on top of that, you have the NBA. Uh, baseball is going to be starting up soon. We are in a prime spot here when it comes to gambling. Gambling in Massachusetts. Some uh, mobile sports books finally have licenses at this point. I think right now we have Caesars, WinBet, uh, Barstool Sportsbook, and BetMGM have all gotten their mobile licenses on top of us already having retail licenses handed out. So it's a good time. It's a fun time to be gambling here in the state of Massachusetts. Uh, We'll almost be able to do it from our couches soon. Before the Super Bowl, we'll we'll be able to go to a couple casinos and do it as well. So I'm, I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled to pieces. I will miss Mutt dearly. But alas, the show shall go on. We shall continue. If you loved Mutt and you hated Shime, I apologize. Uh, And if you love me, well, then you're just going to get even more of me. And like I said, I'll get some different people in here every once in a while. We'll mix it up. We'll get some guests in. It won't just be me droning for 15 or 20 minutes every single day, Monday through basically Saturday. So. With that being said, I felt like today was the perfect opportunity to get back into the swing of things with the BetQL Boston podcast because we have not only just a Bruins game on the West Coast tonight at 1030, we also have the Celtics playing in Dallas tonight. So we got a lot of Boston action. There's also just a lot of uh, action across the board in general that I actually really like, especially in the NHL. So we're going to start with the Boston Celtics tonight. The Celtics are currently on a two-game losing streak. They lost to the Denver Nuggets 123-111 and then lost to the Oklahoma City Thunder 150-117, to which is a pretty embarrassing loss, uh, all things considered, especially when with out Shea Gilgis-Alexander in the game for the Thunder. 
So the Celtics have been on a bit of a slide. They've been really kind of hot or cold as of late, and now they draw the Dallas Mavericks, and Luka Doncic has been on an absolute tear. I believe they're on a seven-game winning streak. He's averaging like 41 points a game over the seven. It's uh, it's a tough spot for the Celtics, and yet they're favored in tonight's game in Dallas. They're three-point favorites. I... uh. I personally, I'm going to bet against the Celtics tonight. I don't normally do that, especially a team that's been so good throughout the year. But you're giving three points to arguably the hottest player in basketball right now, right? It's it's probably Luka, Giannis, and and Kevin Durant that seem to be really the hottest players in all of basketball right now. So I just, I think the Celtics are kind of working through some growing pains right now in order to get ready for the playoffs. Uh, and, and so I kind of want to capitalize on that with a really good uh, Dallas, Dallas superstar here. So I'm going to get three points. Give me the Dallas Mavericks plus three tonight, hosting the Boston Celtics. I'm also going to sprinkle a little bit on the money line. It's only plus 125. It's not amazing, but I like the plus money value there. So I will also be playing the uh, Dallas Mavericks money line. Within the game, though, you're looking at props. As much as I would like to bet on the Luka prop, the line is set at 34.5 points. It's just too many points for me. I, I I mean, for this season, he's averaging just over 34 points. I understand that over the last seven games in that win streak, he's averaging for like 41. I get that. I just I can't commit to a, a point total that's that high. A different guy, though, that I do want to target, though, is Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown has been on a bit of a tear himself as of late. Uh, so I would like to target Jalen Brown, uh, whose point total is over 26.5 tonight. You might say, Shime, you say he's on a tear. What do you mean by he's on a tear? Well, his last six games, 29-30, 29-39, 29-36. Just like I was talking about with Luka, Giannis, Kevin Durant, Jalen Brown finds himself right now in a bit of a hot streak. I want to ride that where the number is still relatively low. It's kind of about average for what he has been. So over 26.5 feels like a really good spot to capitalize on Jalen Brown here against the Dallas Mavericks. So that's what I like tonight in the Celtics game. I like Dallas plus three, the Mavericks money line. To me, the Luka, the Luka line is too much, so that's a stay away is kind of where I'm leaning right now. I, I get it if you want to play it. Just because he has been so damn good over the last week or so, a week or two. Um, but for me, that's an unplayable. And then over 26.5 for Jalen Brown is really kind of the sweet spot here in this game. So I, I think that's how I want to attack the Celtics game. And then we got the West Coast Bruins game. So you can watch the Celtics tonight and then you can get into the Bruins at 10.30 out in L.A. They're taking on the Kings. Again, Similar to that Luca game, uh, Luca play. I, this is a total stay away from me. I am, I'm going to watch this. We got news that Jake DeBrusque is dealing with a broken fibula. That's not a weight bearing bone. Uh, it's not like a major, major injury. It is a, it's a significant one, but this isn't going to end his season by any means. He'll probably be out anywhere from five to seven weeks is my approximation. People are saying four to six. I think he'll be out slightly longer because I don't think they're going to want to rush him back. I think they want him to get fully healthy. They're going to be making a, a move here prior to the trade deadline at some point anyways. So I think that's what they'll want is they'll want him back uh, You know, towards the latter end of that that we, that time frame, the five to seven weeks, I would say, um, and then really try and get everyone gelling and ready and, and hot for the playoffs. I mean, they the Bruins have been the best team in hockey, bar none. They have been phenomenal uh, to this point. They've they're twenty nine four and four on the season, or something ridiculous like that. Like it's betting on the Boston Bruins, and especially on the Bruins puck line, has been a godsend so far this year. 
I'm not going to ruin that tonight. As as I think the Bruins can win this game right now. They're minus 155 on the money line. I'm just going to stay away. I don't want to touch this game tonight. The Kings have been pretty good. Even Mike Milbury pointed out today on the the uh, the Greg Hill show. The the LA Kings have been uh, playing pretty well themselves. They're they're not too bad over there. Um, they've kind of figured some things out and they can score goals. So for me, this is a game I just want to avoid. I want to watch. I want to see how the Bruins look without Jake DeBrusque. Um, I want to see just how good this LA Kings team is, and then I'll figure out how to approach the Bruins as they uh, as they go on their. Uh, I believe they're on a West Coast road trip. That lasts for like three games. They have San Jose, Anaheim, and then they come back home uh, to take on the Kraken. So. There's going to be other opportunities to bet on the Bruins. Tonight just simply isn't one of them. With all that being said, however, there are a lot of plays in the NHL tonight I really like. Three in particular that I'm going to point out to you. So first off the bat, I think one of the things that has gone underrated so far this season is just how good the Carolina Hurricanes have been. Uh, We talked about the Boston Bruins and how dominant they've been. Uh, We've been able to follow them all season. For those who don't, know necessarily much about the NHL outside of Boston because they're really just Bruins fans. That's okay. But the Hurricanes are only six points back of the Bruins in the standings right now. The Hurricanes in their own right have been tremendous. 25-7-6, and 12-3-1 at home, which is where they find themselves tonight hosting the uh, Nashville Predators, who overall haven't been all that great. They've been fine. Uh, I think they're, they, they are 2-3 and three in their last five games. Uh, they're 16, 14, and 6 overall in the season. So they've been just very kind of run-of-the-mill average, um, whereas the Hurricanes have been quietly really, really good and really strong uh, on the season so far. So tonight what I want to do is I want to capitalize on that. I think there's a bit of a mismatch here, and I want to go Carolina on the puck line. So I'm going to lay a puck and a half here, one and a half for the Carolina Hurricanes. You're going to get that at plus 125. I really like the value there. The money line's minus 225. I think that's just too steep, um, too much too much big to pay there. I, so that's why I'm, I'm leaning on the puck line here. I think Carolina is far superior to Nashville, and I think they should dominate in this game, especially at home where they've been tremendous. So I want Carolina on the puck line. That's my biggest play of the night. I'm going to – you can bet my your sweet bottom dollar that I'm going to put probably a unit and a half on this um, just because I really, really like Carolina at, on the puck line at minus one and a half. Then I want to go to the uh, Seattle Kraken. They're actually traveling to the Toronto Maple Leafs. I've actually been able to profit a lot on the Seattle Kraken this year. I think they're a team that are very easy to recognize how to bet them. They've gone on winning streaks. They've been really hot at times. But the thing that that you really need to take notice is is the over-under for the Seattle Kraken. Anytime it's like six, I generally like to lower that to five and a half and stick it in a parlay with another leg that I love. Uh, Tonight, in particular, with the Toronto Maple Leafs, uh, the over-under is six and a half, but I'm getting that at even money. So you're getting it at plus 100. I love the over six and a half here. I think both of these teams can score. I mean, they're both averaging approximately three and a half goals a game right now. Uh, The Kraken are allowing uh, over three goals a game. Toronto's doing a better job uh, when it comes to goals allowed, but just in general, like listen to the last five for the Seattle Kraken: five to two, four to one, seven to two, three to two, six to five in a shootout. And for the Toronto Maple Leafs, six to five, six to two, six to three, five to four, four to three. Like the Toronto Maple Leafs haven't gone under six and a half in uh, quite a while. It's I think they're a very easy team to bet on the over um, because they're just. There's so many goals scored in these games, and I feel like they play a lot of close games. 
which allows for the other team to score goals. So if Toronto's scoring goals, the other team's scoring goals, the game's generally just going to go over. So I like the over of 6.5 tonight in Seattle, Toronto at even money. There's actually one other over that I absolutely love tonight. That would be the New York Islanders visiting the Edmonton Oilers. It's a strategy I used a lot last year. It's a strategy I continue to use this year. When you find an opportunity to bet, a good opportunity to bet the Edmonton Oilers over, you take it. Again, this is a team that has had multiple, multiple opportunities for overs um, over the last few weeks, especially when you find a good team to pair them with, right? So when you pair them against a bad team, that's when you want to attack the over because Edmonton scores a lot of goals. It's when you find a really good goaltender that it's generally when you want to stay away. You're looking at, uh, for instance, like in the Winnipeg game, that was only a 2-1 to finish. The Winnipeg goalie, uh, Connor Hellebuck, has had a great season so far. So I, I would like to you know, avoid good goaltenders when it comes to the Oilers, but when you're getting a team like the New York Islanders who hasn't been very good all season, again, another meh team. They're 22-15-2. and but I just they've ten nine and two on the road. I think this is a perfect opportunity to take the over with with Edmonton. Um, and I would even look into uh, a possibility for like a Connor McDavid goal. I think that's minus one ten uh, for Connor McDavid. If you like to play the player props, you can even look at the points. I think his points total is yeah, it's over one and a half at minus one forty. So you got a little lay a little bit of juice there just because McDavid's so good. I also think there's an opportunity for like a Leon Drysidle assist or uh, his points total over one and a half at plus one fifteen. I think that's very playable as well. So those are the kind of bets I would look for in that game. But the bet I love the most would be the over six in Islanders at Edmonton Oilers. That's kind of all I got for today. So I'll run through the slate again. Uh, In the Celtics game, I'm on the Mavericks plus three and the Mavericks money line tonight. I also love the Jalen Brown over 26.5 on the point total. I'm staying away from the Bruins out in L.A. I just think L.A. is a good team, and the Bruins need to kind of figure out exactly what they're going to do without Jake DeBrus going forward. My favorite NHL bet of the day, though, Carolina Hurricanes on the puck line at plus 125. Uh, I think that that is the best bet on the board tonight. Uh, when it comes to value and uh, possible success right there. So I'm going to go with the Hurricanes at minus 1.5, plus 125. And then I love the over in both the Seattle-Toronto game at 6.5. You're going to get that at even money. And then the over of 6 in Islanders-Oilers tonight, that's minus 110. So, or I'm sorry, minus 115. I, I... I think it's a pretty solid slate of games tonight. I really, really like what's going on in the NHL. I think that there's a really good opportunity right now to make some money on on a lot of these games. Uh, I know the other night I hit on four of five, so I'm really kind of looking at at the NHL slates when there's... You don't want a slate that there's like 15 games, but when there's a slate of like eight to nine, that's kind of the ideal night. You're going to get some good matchups. You're going to see some opportunity for over-unders. I know Mutt and I talked about the uh, daily special of like uh, goals on a day. The the uh, DraftKings has figured out exactly how to approach that now. It's just slightly over that six goal mark, uh, so it's a little bit harder now to kind of capitalize on that as it was in the beginning of the season. But there's still opportunities every once in a while. I know tonight's to- goal total is sixty three and a half, so you're looking at literally six six and a half goals a game uh, is what they're looking at. I haven't looked through or I haven't done out my math for what I would think uh, the total would be there. So I'm not going to give you a bet on that. But if you're into just betting the under almost religiously on those daily specials, like I have been at times, uh, that is there for you. It's under 63 and a half at minus 115. That'll do it for me. That's the slate of games tonight. 
Thank you so much. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Uh, let me know what you think. Uh, if you have any thoughts, ideas going forward, uh, any guests that you want to see me get on, please let me know. We all miss Mutt dearly. I love the guy. Uh, this podcast will never be the same uh, without him, but I will continue to do what I can for the people. That has been the uh, BQL Boston podcast. Uh, make sure to tune in tomorrow when we get right back to it. I'll see you then.